Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, if you're listening to us in the AM. This is Power Ups and Power Bombs, and you are joined by your host, Drizzy. And, well, I'm down a co-host today. I'm down one. Uh, shout out to the first lady of Power Ups and Power Bombs, Black Barbie. She is sick at the moment, so we send our love out to her. But I am joined by our reigning defending PUPB Cup champion, Bernard. Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, we, uh, like I said, as far as the PUPB, the um, the cup, right? Like, it was really, really interesting doing that. And like I said, when we when we do a, another one, I'm definitely going to, definitely looking forward to another one. Not just because, obviously, the win, but, like, just the whole vibe on, Getting out and trying to find different different forms of entertainment as far as different venues of wrestling. So I love that. That was dope. It's something, but it was a lot of work yeah. and keeping up with a lot of matches. It was it, sure. it was over three hundred matches keeping up with. Yeah, uh, I might have an alternative to it in opposed to doing that again. Right, it'll be a lot less math, a lot less math. Oh my yeah. But before we get into that, how's your week been, man? Uh it was doing all right, actually. It's been pretty good. Like it's been pretty chill for today. Um I turned what 34? I stopped counting. So I turned 34 today. Sweet. And uh, it's Bernard's yeah. birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, Bernard. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So yeah, I turned 34 today, and then I've I've just been chilling, like I said, my whole thing. Everybody knows, obviously, I'm October, baby, but I'm a, I watch horror movies. I'm a horror guy through and through. So I've just been watching my horror shows and catching up on my new stuff, and just chilling. So when you wake up in the morning, do you hear your back crack? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's been mm-hmm. cracking. Yeah, I was in the military six years. It was, it's been cracking for, for six, oh, yeah. eight, seven, eight years now. I'm just so used to it. So your body was 34 way before you were. Oh, yeah, my body's like probably 50 now. And that's and that's that's on a good day with ibuprofen. <laughs> so before we get into, it's not a, it's not a busy it's a busy week, but it's not a busy week. Before we get into it, let's take a look at the end of last week. I was able to go to the Paradigm Show. Bernard and uh, Black Barbie weren't able to. They had prior engagements they had to take care of. But I can run down how it went down for you because you missed a good one. First off, the Fatal Four Way with Alex Kane, Swartzy, Finley, and uh, I said Tanner Keeler. Phenomenal, hard hitting. It's very blue brand. Like, you know, in Paradigm, the blue brand is your UWFI. It's right. very, very hard hitting. But my guy, Boom Baye, Boom Baye, Boom Baye. Alex Kane coming out on top with the victory. And that wouldn't be the first, the last time we see him for the night. But we went on to the next one. Bernard, I found your new favorite wrestler. Who was that? His name is Dark STG. Okay. You will, you will absolutely love him. Okay, he, okay. He looks like something out of a nightmare. Okay. Now, you will absolutely love him. And he took on my guy, Matt Diesel. 
If you've been paying attention to social media, I posted a couple of his moves from that match. But definitely check this match out. Matt put up a hell of a fight. But Dark STG is just a different monster. Cool, cool. He he is a monster, and that is the best way to describe it. Um, next, the first time I've ever seen this, a last resort, no breathing match. Mm. So what happens is they hang a plastic bag on a pole over the ring, and you have to take the bag down, and the only way to win is to put it over your opponent's mouth, over his head, and suffocate him. Oh man! Just like the the Papa Roach song, hence "Last Resort, No Breathing." Yeah, yeah. It, oh it yeah, is, that definitely is a PG. I, I should have been there for that. It is unique, very yeah. blue brand, very oh, blue brand for sure, for sure. But Juicy Jimmy and all his antics—he has been on running a—he's been on a rampage for a while now in. Uh, paradigm, and it's just getting worse. It's just getting worse and worse every time we see. Heater did not. Hardware Heater did not get to get what he really wanted to do to him, but thanks to Juicy Jimmy and all his antics, he ended up winning the match with a little help from his little doggy from underneath the ring. Mm. Uh, and but thank God, Carrie Offer was able to come out and save the day. Shout out to Carrie Awful, Hardware Heater. Uh, the next match on here, I'm, I'm not going in order of the actual show. I'm going to order of the way that the flyer came out. Right, right. Uh, Lobo versus Daniel Giza. It, it, it was a death match, a, hard, a hardcore match, but death match, whichever one can I go with. Oh, my goodness. I, we saw. Giza do a suicide dive into the new blue rails of the legendary arena. Mm. And it was hard. Ouch. Big one. Uh, but Lobo beat Heater, threw him through a couple of doors. Mm. It, it was it was it was uh, it was it was hardcore. That was the best way to put it. All right, next match. For the Paradigm Pro tag titles and got new belts. Mm. They got new belts. So the shooters don't die. Right. Freddie right. Hudson and Don't Die Miles challenge against first class Daniel Sterling and Big Ron Bass Jr. Shout out to the big guy. And first class is legit. It wasn't a fluke of them winning them belts. They are probably one of the best tag teams in Paradigm. And they are going to be hard to beat. But I'll give you an interesting thing. So Freddie Hudson was talking bad about Big Ryan Bass's, I want to say his his, his uh, uncle, mm. uncle that was in the hospital, or, well, actually had passed away, actually, I think. Dang. And it's just Hudson is a different, I don't know what it is, but the attitude change, is really affecting the way he the, people look at him. Right. Like he's taking shortcuts. He's cheating. He's showing a level of aggression we aren't accustomed to seeing from him. Like he's not the happy, 
normal good guy Freddie Hudson no more. He's 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 a, at the risk. He call him a bastard. Yeah, and and in the caught in the middle of it is Don't Die Mouse, a good kid who didn't want to take those shortcuts and get his friend Ryan Bass Jr., but also didn't want to let down Freddie. Oh, so okay. the entire match, Don't Die Mouse is conflicted of trying to please his partner and also be friends with his the guy he's trying to take his belt from. It was a really good match, and it told a really good story. Yeah, I could definitely see the dynamics in that. Because Don't Die Miles, he is he is a really good character. I like what he brings to the table in that in that in that squared circle. I've seen him a couple of times now, and I could definitely imagine the dynamics and his his face ability being conflicted with what is going on with the what sounds like a tweener. Uh, or a or a or a slow burn heel turn. So I could definitely see the 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 disparity of the of the moment of him trying to figure out what's going on during that match. Yeah. So hopefully him and Freddie can get it together again. But he's just not looking too good for the shooters. The shooters don't die. Um. Next match on here: Sonico versus Billy Starks. Hmm. Now, you and I have seen Billy Starks a couple of times now. Yeah, I, I love Billy. Billy's great. But I love when people who have never seen Billy Starks wrestle, when they actually get to her. Because she comes out, she's this cute, bubbly little teenager that comes out and she's with, with the colorful hair and the bright costumes. And people write her off. They look at her and like, oh, this little girl can't do anything. And she is tough as nails. Literally, she is probably one of the toughest things walking the earth. Yeah. She she reminds me of the sec she's the second coming she reminds me of the second coming of Candace LeRae. Right. But she is such a badass, such a beast, takes one hell of an ass kicking, but at the exact same time gives the ass kicking back. Yeah. Billy is one of Paradigm's big stars. Yeah. I absolutely enjoy it. And just watching how people go from what's she going to do to she's hardcore. Like if if we could get a she's hardcore chant going on in there, we probably could have. But she is absolutely a different beast in that ring and also came out with the win against Sonico. Hmm. Like, but that definitely another good one. Now, I'm going to switch the way I do a couple of these. There was a six-man tag trios match. The red brand versus the blue brand. So we had, for the red brand, Kerry Offal, Chase Holiday, and Trey Lamar versus Filthy Tom Lawler, mm. Brutus Dillon, and Mad Dog Connolly. Things I've noticed. We've seen Mad Dog Connolly. He's right. pretty He's pretty brutal. Doesn't say too much. Doesn't do too much. Likes throwing chains around at people. For sure. He's looking pretty human nowadays. He's responding to words. And he is also 
a man who was once just a monster, just looking to go do whatever to get his belts. He is the brass knuckles champion. He was able to coexist with Brutus and Filthy Tom Lawler. And mm. the blue brand has come to they've come to show that they deserve a, a spot at getting that world title, which they kind of do at the moment. And it was a valiant effort by the red brand, but the blue brand did come out on top. Filthy Tom led his team and then basically put a proclamation out that if you're not in this ring to fight, you need to get out. So the blue brand threw the gauntlet down. Now, Let's go to what I'm saying is match of the night as well as what I want to nominate for match of the year. Nakeem, the, the demon baby. Hmm. Nakeem versus the young goat, Myron Reed. Mm-hmm. I've been showing, putting clips of the matchup all over the place, everywhere I can put, I can. The match told the one of the stories that's been going on since the fourth anniversary and they know when Myron Reed lost the Paradigm Pro title to Suge D. Nakeem and Myron have been having this issue ever since. He's the reason that the Audi the uh Myron has lost the Paradigm title while the Audi lost the tag titles. All through accidents, but Myron finally got tired of it and turned his back on it. And now this was the climax of this all. And Nakeem held his own. A star was born. He really gave his all. He was in it to win it. And even from the beginning of the match when they're yelling at each other. Myron says something and it just it makes the story even sound even better. Um he sat there and looked at like you're my clone. I created you. You do what I have said. And it's kind of hard to disagree with it because it's kind of like a mentor uh mentee type thing where Myron took Nakeem and made him his clone. But now the clone has, what is it? The master has has surpassed, the the student has surpassed the master. That's what it was. was Yeah, like, so, like, Nakeem and Myron, like, I I really, really enjoy Reed's work in that range. Like, he, he connects with the audience. He's a great heel. And that match right there, I I bet they tore the house down. I really, really, really enjoy their character work and what they both do as far as their aspects in the ring. They're different, but they put on master classes in that ring. And that is a match that I definitely would have liked to see moving forward. Uh, but I'm glad you did get to see it because I that was going to be one of the matches I definitely wanted to see. That that those two guys are great in that ring. 
and they did no they could do no wrong. Yeah. Like everything that they had there was high flying, there was brawling, they flew and literally went all over the building. There was a spot where Nakeem put Myron in a chair and he was getting ready to go around go around to come with the drop kick, but Reed cut him with fast enough to get up, cut him off, and suicide dive him through the entranceway and kip up all in one motion. Yeah. Like Yeah, Reed is so fast and so athletic, man. Like he is something special. I remember like, the first time I seen him at a paradigm show. Like he was one of those where it was like everybody else. I respected. I respect everybody in that square circle, and you could just notice like he's different. And like, and I've been I've been following him ever since. It's like I'm. Don't be surprised if this time next year we get the rematch, and it's for the paradigm title. Right, because Nakeem is going to be a world is going to be a uh, paradigm pro, uh, pro champion. Mark my words, I'm calling it now. He's too good to keep hidden for long, and this was probably the coming out match. So absolutely, be on the lookout for that one. Uh, main event, another great story told. The Swinger. All right, so Swinger looks every bit of a comedy character if you're just looking at him. But he is a blue brand wrestler. Mm -hmm. So that means he can knock you out. For sure, for sure. But the difference between him and most of the others is the fact that he's so calm and cool and collected when he comes out. So he he's very much in your mind when you come in because you know you're coming in. It's almost like a like a UFC fight. You're thinking, oh well, yeah, come on, let's get loose. I'm gonna handle you real quick, something. But no, he comes out. He has his martini. He has his shirt, and he's just calm, cool, collected. And Suge is irate because. He's not the champion anymore. He lost the belt to him at Stan, not Stan Alive, at uh, what was it? It was, uh, what was the last show? Uh, no, it wasn't it, Stan Alive. It wasn't Stan Alive, but he lost, well, he lost to him at the last show. Yeah. So now he's like, you're not a real champion. You're not really a champion. You don't have what it takes to be a champion. You aren't ready to do what it takes to keep this title. He, and that was the story of this match. Suge basically telling him, you're not ready. This isn't your belt. You're a joke. And Ryan fought back. He may have been a joke going in, but coming out, he's definitely somebody who could be your world champion. He was definitely he was ready for this. Should may be wrong, may have been wrong about him being ready to be champion. Now, I say all this to say he did not keep his belt. Mm. So for us to say 
he may have not have been ready. He's possibly ready now. But there's just some things that are inevitable. There are just some things you just cannot stop. And one of them is Suge D. Suge D has carried Paradigm for the last year now. Ever since he won that belt at Dano, he has been the main event every single time. Yeah. And we have gotten to the point where Suge, he he did everything in his power to make sure Paradigm was top of the line, the number one place to go, bringing all the crazy, the, the best wrestlers to come through from the Alex Kane, Filthy Tom Lawlers, Trisha Doris, bringing people from all over. And the moment he has a lapse in judgment and Swinger takes the belt, everybody's like, oh, Suge's done. Let's get him out of here. And they tried to sweep him out of the rug and get him out of here. Suge then fought back. And he enlisted in the help of Alex Kane and Dottie. Mm. The Adi who in the uh, last match with Nakeem and uh, Myron turned their back on Myron. Mm. They came out with him, but the moment Myron was down and out, they completely turned their backs on him. And, joined up, and they joined up with Suge D and Alex Kane. Mm -hmm. So now Suge D is your two-time Paradigm Pro Champion, my champion, which I don't hate. But I do now respect Ryan Ryan uh, Clark. I do. I truly do. I went into it saying he was a joke, but he has earned my respect. Now, respect doesn't get you belts. All it does is get you a pat on the back. Yeah. So, better luck next time, Ryan. Suge D is my champion. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but an absolutely stellar show. From beginning to end, I can't recommend anybody, everybody, watch it. And if you're looking for more people, for people to new people to be introduced to, the Billy Starks. Uh, if you've never seen Alex Kane wrestle, Alex Kane, Swartzy, uh, Should D, uh, the Shooters Don't Die, even though they may be breaking up, breaking up soon. Ron Bass and Danny uh, Danny Sterling of uh, first class there are so many good people in paradigm just go look for them they put on a great show and they always seem to lobo he's great support your indies people yeah that, your, that that's the biggest part of this like i like i said i've seen these guys plenty of times like i said i wasn't particularly there for this show but if I could say anything about them, Jeff and Paradigm, Jeffersonville, Indiana and Paradigm puts on great performances and all of those guys are great. And you want to know how your favorite wrestler in the big leagues got to where they are. They started at shows like this. That you you gotta support your indies, man. Your indies are good. They are they are what keep the wrestling business alive. You know. And you, you you gotta support them. Your local your local stars, man. Get to know their names. 
find them on their find them on their social medias, follow them, support them, inspire them to keep them going. Because sometimes they don't want to go, the injuries pile up. They're young, or the injuries pile up, and things happen. These are your future stars. These are your future world champions from all around the world. They'll get to travel and get to the big leagues, but they got to have us all support. And we got to know where to support them at. And these shows, these paradigm shows, are just one of one of the great shows that you can go to to support your indie wrestlers and your local wrestlers. So definitely get out and support where you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right, we've done our due diligence paradigm pro wrestling as we always do. Uh, now, let's get into a little bit of big fed. Well, medium sized fed, I guess the way to put it. Uh, NXT Halloween Havoc is Saturday. So, I said that I might have an alternative to doing the PUPB Cup every year. Mm-hmm. And that is with us crowning a, a predictions champion. Now, we tried this before, and it kept on ending in ties on the chat. I <laughs> found a way around that loophole. All right. If you're familiar, if you are a listener of shows like Going In Raw, they have what is called Going In Raw math. So that is where they take whatever amount of matches there are, and from the most they lay they rate they put a point system into in place so say for halloween havoc there are six matches you can't rate anything anything over this over a six so the match that you are most confident you know the winner of will get those six points and the one match that you are not so sure about they would get the one point and you kind of rate them in between that and if you get that right match right, you get those points. If you get it wrong, you don't get any points. The person with the most points will win. And that's how we will crown our champion. This is how we, our predictions champion. And I'll, I'll save that for the end of it. I'll save, I'll save the rest of it for the end of it. I do have the uh, uh, in little, the Card for per, for the show up. I'm about to say for Paradigm pulled up for Halloween. Have it pulled up. Well, I did. Well, we'll pull it back up again. It's six matches for Halloween Havoc. Um, and they go from at least the way that I wrote them down. I might, I might, I don't know if I have them in, in the specific order. Uh, Jersey, I had to, we'd have to go back and look. Um, but the, uh, the, the first one I wrote down was the NXT, the NXT championship match, the triple threat. Um, it was Braun Breaker versus JD uh, McDonald McDum- versus, like I said, I can't say his name, but Ilya, Asia Dragunov. Dra- yeah. Ilya yeah. Dragunov. Yeah. Asia, say his first name one more time. Ilya Dragunov. Ilya. That's because when you write it down, it don't look like Ilya. So Ilya Dragunov. I knew his last name because I, I, I actually knew somebody with that last name. But that's mm-hmm. the first, that's the triple threat match for the NXT Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And that match is going to be really, really good. I expect a lot of hard hitting from that match. And I'm, I'm at this point, I'm still trying to figure out if Braun's going to retain. Because in my head, I'm thinking he's going to retain. But in my heart, I don't think he's going to retain. Because I really think with this new regime, he should be on the main roster sooner than later. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's at this show. Um, But the sooner is definitely sooner than the later. But I'm 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 gonna hold off and say that he's gonna retain, but I'm not confident in that. I'm not gonna lie because I see him going to the going to the, the big leagues real soon, and I don't think he's gonna take the title with him. He's gotta lose it before he goes to before he goes to the main roster. Mm-hmm. So for that match, yeah, what did you? What did you, who'd you go with it with a winner and how many points did you put on it? Um for that one, I honestly put one because of his status of going to the main roster. That that because Braun Breaker has done already, he's done everything you can do in NXT 2.0. Already. Um and I it's like again, I, I got him at winning. But like we do in the ranking system, I got it at one because I know the match is going to be great. I just don't know what else he could do in NXT. So you put a one at it, and we're yeah. gonna and we're gonna keep a running total of it, and we'll update it at the next show. Okay, uh, but and we'll just make sure we send it in our group chat. That way, we can keep up with who got what. For I sure. also have. I have Black Barbie's prediction. She sent it to me. Okay. And for this one, she has Braun with six points. She's that confident Braun is taking it. Mm. Me, me, on the other hand, I'm going with Braun with five points. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's going to win it, but it, it, I'm not 100% there, but I'm pretty sure. So. Our next match down here, Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire for the NXT Women's Championship. What say you, sir? Man, Mandy Rose is one of the best things going to NXT 2.0. I am a hundred percent confident that she's gonna she's gonna contain uh, retain this title. I'm at a six. You know what's funny? I never thought I'd hear those words come out of your mouth. I didn't. I didn't either. But what she's doing, I can't deny what she's doing. Like you can't if you if you're watching the program, and you see what she's doing, I can't deny what she's doing. Now, is she my favorite women's wrestler? No, but what she's done for the brand of NXT 2.0 is is pretty damn solid. So I'm at a six with Mandy Rose retaining. And I'm also going with Mandy Rose with a six. It's probably the most sure thing going in wrestling right now. They're right. not giving they're not giving up on her. And it seems like Alba is probably gonna join in the the fight with Sonya Deville. 
of Black Barbie. She went with Mandy as well, but with four points. Mm. So we're pretty sure Mandy's winning. It's just how how do we feel about it? Do we think uh, do we think that that Sonya Deville is gonna it's gonna be the reason, or it's just gonna be like a what type of match are we looking at here? Uh, I, don't I was thinking about that when I went through, like I said, because mm-hmm. I, I watched the last episode and I see how they interact with with each other. I'm thinking it'll be a little bit of interference, but not enough to where it's going to be like, oh, she wouldn't win without it. Mm. I don't, I don't know. They've done a good job of making Mandy be a dominant champion, right? Exactly. Making her be too cowardly. Yes, right. she gets a little bit of. It's almost Adam Cole-esque. Yeah. I, I feel like with, with uh, Toxic Attraction, they try to read from the playbook of the Undisputed Era. Exactly. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. So it'll, it'll, she'll get a little help, but it won't be enough to where the challenger can be like, oh, you wouldn't have won without your buddies. You know what I'm saying? That type of help. Mm. All right. Next. In our next match is a fatal five-way ladder match mm. for the North American Championship. Mm. So you have Carmelo Hayes. Now, this is the name I'm going to mess up. Oro Mensa. Yeah. Wesley. Mm-hmm. Von Wagner. And Nathan Fraser. What you looking at? What you thinking? Who you got? Man, I love me some Carmelo Hayes. He's he's tough, man. He he's he's got swag. I like Carmelo Hayes, but man, like the odds of him, the odds aren't great because of the match. But he's good. Um, but I'm just, I want to pick Hayes, but Mensa. And Vaughn, like everybody in this match is great. I'm a, I'm thinking a a solid three because just because of the the odds of because of so many other superstars. Mm-hmm. That's the if this was a triple threat, I'd pick him hundred percent. If this was a one on one, I'm definitely picking him hundred percent. But this is six individuals. In this about five individuals in this match, and it's like, is it for the North American Championship? Right. And he doesn't have to be pinned or submitted, obviously, to lose his championship. Well, he already lost it. Right. And that's the part. That's where I'm concerned with Carmelo Hayes walking in with this title and walking out with a goose egg. Oh no, he didn't. It's the, the NXT uh, North American title has been vacant for the last month. Well, yeah, no, I'm saying he had, yeah, you're right. He had it before, and I'm, 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 I like the way that he contributed when he had the bet. I like the way he, his his reign was, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I would like to put the belt on him, but the odds aren't in his favor. Mm-hmm. So, like, like we're saying, as far as, as far as our, our most confident and least confident. Oh man, like maybe maybe a three? What 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 are you thinking? So me myself, I'm not going with Carmelo. I'm going with Wesley. Okay. 
He's probably the, has the brightest, one of the brightest spots in this match. Okay. And if you've seen MSK or the Rascal ladder matches, he's going to do some crazy stuff and oh, take yeah. the big gambles that are going to get him the big rewards. Oh, yeah. And sure. now I'm not that confident in it. So that's, I'm, he's getting a one. There's too okay. many people in this match. It's a right. ladder match. All it takes is a, for somebody to just run up and grab it. A so bad I'm giving him a one. But if I do give one, I'm definitely going with Wesley. Okay. Black Barbie, on the other hand, no, she's going with Wesley too. Okay. But she's going with five points. She's that cop. She's she's giving him a five second. in a fatal five way. She's giving him a five. Hey, she's look, man, I, I love the big. way he was in. I loved him when he was in that tag team. We all know what happened with his tag team part. That we ain't got to go down that road. But, and we know how talented he is. That ain't the issue. The issue for me is the other great talent in the match. Like, he could be one of the best in the match. And because it's a lot of, because it's a lot of match, take one good bump and it's over. Mm. With the, especially with the four other competitors. Like, that's what, that's what gives me cause to pause. Uh, but hey, she's taking it that way. Hope this. Let's see. All right. So our next match on here: Cora Jade versus Roxanne Perez in a spin the wheel, make the deal, weapons wild match. This has been a good feud. It, mm-hmm. A little. It started off a little clunky and a little out of left field. I'm not as invested in it as much as I can because I just can't fight the feeling that Roxanne and Cora look alike. Right. Like, if you would sit there and put Roxanne, uh, Cora, and Sky Blue in the same room, they all look alike. (laughs) Now, it took me seeing Sky Blue live to finally get that Sky Blue and Cora Jade weren't. Right. The feud has been... Okay, once it started picking up speed, uh, it's a grudge match. And yeah. they uh, said, there's one thing they do do well in grudge matches. They make you feel important without having a belt. And this is what I, one of the things that's missing on the main roster is these types of things. And it's a good idea the way they did it with, they had ended up last week with the pick your poison matches. Very good booking. Very good feud once we got past the initial beginning. Uh, well, who you got? Well, for this match, um, because it's a weapons match, as far as the pick your poison, I'm really, I'm really thinking that Cora Jade's gonna find a way to to get this to get this win, but it ain't gonna be pretty. Uh, and I and I'm. I really think this match is going to surprise some folks with the with the the weapons wheel, like how they're going to do with the spin spin the wheel, make a deal weapons. How that scenario is going to play out for these women? Like I really think they're going to go all out and shock some people with the brutality of this match. But I'm I'm giving a nod to Cora Jade, but it's not going to it's it's not going to be pretty. So Cora has been 
beating the living brakes out of Roxanne because she's just so it's like she doesn't want to turn that evil button on right to actually beat Jade and that's actually how Jade has been beating Cora I mean uh, how Jade Cora Jade has been beating Roxanne is because Roxanne just doesn't want to hurt her friend our right. former friend Roxanne's going to have to turn it on and the way the story is looking I think she may uh I but I'm not going with Roxanne I'm going with Cora with two points okay and that, like, that's what I'm thinking too. Like I'm thinking two points because just like you said, I don't think it almost reminds me just like like how you described it, how the WWE announcers were saying that um uh Will Sang didn't have that killer instinct. She couldn't go the route, she couldn't uh, go to the extreme. Liv Morgan. Yeah, Liv Morgan. I'm, that's what I'm getting. I'm getting no type of vibes from this match. Like, Liv Morgan couldn't go to the extreme with Ronda Rousey. You know what I'm saying? That, and that, that's what I'm getting from this. And will we, it's a wait and see. Well, Roxanne's going to have to turn it on in order to do it. Cora's already there, so that's what right. gives me that. Uh, Black Barbie is going with Roxanne. Mm. And she's going on Roxanne with three points. Okay. So she she's got a little faith in Roxanne. Okay, if okay. If we're going off of like normal WWE booking, Roxanne would probably be the safer bet to go. But you know, we gotta play around with it a little bit. Right. You already said you said who you were going for? You said yeah. uh, Roxanne with two, right? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right. Next match. Grayson Waller. Walla, he sound like a, he sound like a kangaroo. Yeah. Grayson Waller versus Apollo Cruz in a spin the wheel, make the deal match. So we won't know what that match is until after they spin the wheel. Right, right. And well. that that is my trepidation for this whole match. I know it's gonna be a good match. Uh, I don't yeah. think people give Apollo Cruz enough credit for what he does in the ring. I think he's a phenomenal athlete. Uh, Grayson Waller's great. Um, but because I don't know what the match is going to be, I'm uncertain of what I am going to expect because of their personalities. Based on what the match will be, the match type, this could be a huge advantage for one or the other based on the match type. And I've been thinking about that ever since I realized we don't know what this is going to be. Um, so it's like, it's not that I'm. This is the this is the one that was hardest for me because, like you said, we're doing least confident being a one, six being the most confident, and I'm only going. Uh, dang, dude, like yeah. I want to give it a. I wanted to give this one a one two because I don't know what I'm gonna get. Like if I knew the match type and I knew it, it gave Apollo Cruz the edge as far as his strength, his, his agility is concerned, like his power, then I would definitely give it to Apollo Cruz. But because we don't know what this is, man, I'm going with a one because of the mystery. So I'm gonna make a switch. I'm still I'm gonna go with Apollo, but right. I'm gonna give him two, and I'm gonna switch Corey J to three. 
because you make some good points. We don't know what's going to happen, what type of match this is. We don't know where this is going to go. But I definitely do believe that whatever the match is going to be, Apollo's going to be this. Right. So definitely giving Apollo two on that one. Black Barbie as well is giving Apollo two. Okay. So she's in tune there. Uh, our last match on the card is an ambulance match. It is Julius Creed of the Creed Brothers versus Damon Kemp. If Brutus uh, Brutus Creed will leave NXT if Damon Kemp wins. Mm. So, who do you got? This one right here is going to be hard, too, because I don't know if Creed is... I'm assuming this is going to be a, a main roster push for Creed. Um, well, I don't think they're going to break the Creed brother tag team up. And and, and, but, and I don't think so. I don't want them to do that. But the stipulation is throwing me off. Because um, I thought that too. Like before, I knew the stipulation. I was right there with you. Like I did. I I, I love the Creed brothers. I like what they do. And the stipulation, as far as one of them having to leave NXT, it's like, well, he doesn't have to be the one to lose, but because we know that they are a team, that's a a friction in that. It's like it's a it's another just wrinkle in the hat, if you will. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Julius with this one, um, but it's. The, the the stipulation is is it's tricky for me. Um as far as my confidence in it, as far as one to six, I'm gonna say hey man. I know I gave a lot of twos earlier. But like I said, these stipulations, man. I wanna say I'm gonna give Julius a two. Yeah, you gotta make sure you go one through six on them. Like you can't give multiple twos. Yeah, it's just these like these stipulations of. Because the only six I gave was for Mandy Rose. I gave one. I gave. I know I gave two 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 ones. No, it has to go. No, the way it has to go is. You got one, two, three, four, five, and six, and each of the matches has to get one of those numbers. Okay. All right. So I need to go back because I gave a, I gave, I know I gave, the only one I haven't given them is a five. I don't think you're that confident on it now. Is <laughs> you ain't got to make sure it's done now. As long as we got the got the picks in by Friday, we should yeah. be good. I'll but, follow it there. Based on based on the rating, I'm gonna have to give it a five. But it's ugly. Like I said, you can change it if you need it. Long as and I might, Friday. yeah, I might have to go back and change it before before the show. Um, I'm going with Julius with a four just because they're not gonna break up the creeds and they've made a big deal about Diamond Mine still right, with right. Uh, Ivy now and Roddy be, coming out of the hospital. And everything, so 
I don't see them doing breaking that up like just yet, unless the creeds are going up to the main roster. But there's continuity now, so they always want to make sure it makes sense when she, when they do leave. Right. Uh, Black Barbie, on the other hand, she is giving Julius a one. What? She's giving Julius a one. So she she believes that he'll win it, but she's not too confident in it. Mm. So it may happen. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that is the that is NXT Halloween Havoc. I believe it starts at se- the coverage starts at 7 30 mm-hmm. on Peacock. It is a what, what they call them now. A premium live event. Premium live event. You gotta get it's it right. Not a takeover before it's not a takeover. They, before WWE gets us. And I believe this is Triple H's first takeover. Ter- first uh, takeover back. Right. I believe. So we'll see what happens there. So yeah, this is his. This is his first one back for the entire show uh, since. It was changed to 2.0, so mm-hmm. that's a whole nother wrinkle in and of itself to see. I'm definitely looking to see what the presentation is gonna look like, uh, to see the mood, if you will, for NXT going forward with this being his first one since he's gotten it back from Pritchard and Vince when they turned it into 2.0. So this that's that for me personally. It's something that I definitely want to see how how it goes. Mm-hmm. So we know how I felt about Braun Breaker kicking that NXT. We ain't got to revisit that. I don't think that was a personal attack. That was more so just him busting through the X because I know because the, the yeah, next I, one he sat there and cut an X with a with a uh, what's my calling with yeah. a chainsaw. Yeah, I, I, think it's I just know, these... but I just felt so. I, I I felt some type of way about it. You you took it as a personal. Yeah, I, I really did. I really did. Because the black and gold was the black and gold, and they turned it into some other stuff, and I I just wasn't feeling it. So I really want to know what this is gonna look like, and if it doesn't look like what I expected, I'm gonna be all right because I know it's Triple H just putting it together. Mm. All right. Normally, this is the part where I would say we're going to start dropping our ads. But before I do this, with this new way of us doing predictions, I feel the need to call out people. So if you think you can predict this stuff better than me, Bernard, or Black Barbie, I, I beg of you, come on the show. Come on the show. I have no problem, and I'm sure my co-hosts have no problem defending our belt against anybody who thinks that they can predict better than we can. Like it, it is a collar, so it doesn't matter where, where, if you're from a different show, if you're a wrestler. If you think you can do better than us, Please come. So that goes to like the Jobbers mixed tag show, those wrestling girls, Ringside Society, Going in Raw, the Black Guy Wrestling Podcast, all of you. Um, something else in Black Wrestling, Public Enemies. You think that y'all could come and take our belt? 
the door is open. The forbidden door of podcasting is open. Mm-hmm. Come get it. For we sure. want smoke. Now, now that I've put that challenge out there, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to seeing if anybody says anything. Bernard, where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me at Bernard Minge on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find me at Bernie Minge on uh, PlayStation. Find me at Bernard Minge on Power Ups and Power Bombs. And uh, just anywhere, man. Like anywhere that, and that that's, that's cool. I'm uh, Except for the Twitter. I ain't, I ain't grown enough to get the Twitter yet, but I'm, I'm thinking about it. And before I get into it, I do want to give a big shout out to the Nation of African American Wrestling. Somebody else who, if you think you want to come and get my belt, come get it. Uh, shout out to all of Black Wrestling and Black Podcasters. It's all love with you. Shout out to the circle if you know, you know. You can find me on IG at B-I-G-D-R-Y-Z-Z-Y-502 as well as P-U-P-B pod on Instagram and P-U-P-B podcast on Twitter. That is where I do most of my dirt. I live in the Twitterverse, what we like to call hell, because hmm. they go off about every little thing. It's good when it comes to news, though. If you whatever you whatever is happening next, like whatever happens in five minutes, it's there. Like that's where we get most of our news from, mm-hmm. and it's it's and it attacks in real time. So, uh, also shout out again to Black Barbie. Get well soon to her and her husband, Mister Chris of Sheer Geekdom Podcast. For sure, for sure. Uh, and normally you can find her on Twitter. I'm mean, on Twitter at BlackBarbie116 as well as Instagram at BlackBarbie116. Uh, if all minds are clear, and I've already issued my challenge, we want to smoke. We, I uh, for Bernard, I am Drizzy, and we are out. See y'all. <laughs>